0: Have you been struggling with the new normal we are navigating ourselves through? Are you feeling drained from all the precautions we must take and cannot find time to pause and reset? Is it hard for you to find the time and ways to release stress? If any of this resonates with you, then you're in the right place. I will be sharing bite-sized tips on the practice of breath, meditation, and how to make lifestyle changes to help you find peace and joy in every moment of your daily life practice. Hi, I'm your host, Madhavi, and I help people eliminate physical and mental stress to reach their lifestyle goals through the practice of yoga and wellness coaching. I'm a healthcare worker, a yoga teacher, a yoga coach, and a lifestyle and wellness coach. I invite you to join me on this journey to better health and wellness. After all, you have nothing to lose but only stress. Welcome to Living Healthy, Living Well where you will find bite-sized daily thoughts on the how to move through life practice with effort and ease. I'm here to share ways on how to create space and accessibility for self-care, and how to find ways of taking just even a moment to pause, and understanding that there is more to health and wellness than just diet and exercise. Today, I'll be talking to Dr. Rosemary Anor, a dentist here in Reston, Virginia. She's from Africa, got her training there, came to the United States and went back to dental school at NYU. She chose to open up her own practice of January 2020, signed the lease, and then we moved into the shutdown because of COVID. What a challenging time to open up a practice. She chose to open up her own practice because she believes dentistry is very personal. She wants to make sure she has time to get to know her patients at a personal level to help them build trust and rapport in her and her work in an uncomfortable place. Welcome Dr. Rosemary Anor. I'm so excited to have you here.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. Um, I'm Dr. Rosemary of Igloo Dentist Studio and I practice here in Western Virginia. So a little bit about me, I'm originally from Nigeria, where I trained as a dentist, and then I met my husband in college, then he went to Ireland, I joined him in Ireland, we got married, then we relocated to the US, and I had to go back to school. I went back to dental school at NYU, Um, when I was done, I did a one-year residency program in DC, St. Elizabeth. I worked for a while, then I did additional training in specialty like implants. And I was like, you know what? I think it's time. Um, I loved what I used to practice, but I just felt I needed to have more connection with my patients. So I decided to open my, I actually thought about it in 2018 and we started the whole process. Then in 2020, 20 January, we signed our lease and <laughs> holy, the pandemic started, but we had to push forward and um, we opened our practice. One thing about why I chose opening mine and having this location is that I wanted to have a work-life balance, but they say there is no, there's nothing like a work-life balance. <laughs> but most importantly, I wanted to really have to spend time with my patients. I wanted them to feel very comfortable. I didn't want them feeling rushed in and washed out. I wanted to know them on a personal basis because dentistry is very, very personal it has to do with trust. And um, Mm. that's just how I practice. And I've just tried to engage myself with the community. And luckily, we are partnered with a local charity organization. It's called Kids Are First. So for every patient we see, every new patient that we see, we make donations to Kids Are First. And what they do is they help to um, provide school supplies to kids in need. And we are also partner with a local with a charity organization in Africa called Dime, and what they do is they provide dental services to foster kids.
0: Wow, yeah. that is such a neat way to build your practice and to share. You know, that's I love that idea. Never would have thought.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so I heard you say. Um, that you have a unique way or a special way to uh, connect with patients. Can, I heard you say that dental work, you know, this is actually very personal. Um, so, how do you, you know, go about that? Because, you know, a lot of people are like, ew, I don't want to go to the dentist. And I, I can see that being personal. They're going to get in my mouth or, you know, or it hurts or I'm claustrophobic when I'm doing this, you know. How do you, what, what, what makes it special? What do, you, what do you do that's what's special about you and your practice?
1: Yeah, so dentistry is very different. And when I mean different, I mean for medicine, um, physicians will actually just talk with their patients and sometimes write up prescriptions or medications. While for surgery, they would have to pull the patient to sleep and have the work done. So dentistry is a combination of both. You have to have conversations um, get a list of problems, come up with a diagnosis, and at the same time, perform surgery. Because what we do is actually oral surgery. Perform surgery while the patient is awake in most instances. So that's a lot for most patients. And um, uh, instruments sometimes are very intimidating. Um, Unfortunately, in some dental offices as well, it's, it's very intimidating. We do this all the time. And sometimes as providers, we make the mistake to think that Patients that are just used to it. So, you walk into a dental practice, they're like, oh, come on, you have, you need to have an x ray. And you have this big machine goes around your head. You're trying to still understand what's going on. And you have the assistant coming, they have a beep over you, they have the light in your face, lying down on the chair. You kind of feel helpless, like you don't have, you have no saying what's going to go on. So, that's very intimidating for some people. But for some others, they are fine with it. And my practice, what I have come to understand is, we just need to have conversations, transparent conversations with patients so they know um, what to expect and also um, walk them through the process on a step-by-step basis. So if um, a patient comes in, I personally take time to know about their dental journey, because that gives me an idea of how well they've been doing and what their relationship is with dentistry as a profession. Um, we also try to give some of our patients medications just to help them calm their nerves. But I think most importantly, what my team and I do is walk them through the process. We're very transparent with our, mm-hmm. with, with dentistry. Mm-hmm. Um, we take pictures. So, you know, what's going on. we tell you what can be done. And I usually would ask questions like, how has your experience been in with dentistry? Mm-hmm. And I get answers like, I hate the dentist, <laughs> and it kind of breaks my heart because I am the dentist, you know, uh, but I also understand where they're coming from. In some instances, um, we can actually just have the conversations, put them at ease, let them know this is what's going to happen, this is how it's going to be, and I feel like when people know what's going, to, what's going to occur, they are more prepared for it. There are no surprises, and in some instances, you just, we just have to give medication just to help them relax a little bit, and yeah. just get them to understand the process better,
0: right? That's that's actually very good. The connection that you make with your patients, um, building trust and rapport, because rather than walking in and looking in their mouth and saying everything looks good, and then walking out, you're actually making a connection. You're creating a relationship, which. I think we all should have with our doctors, a relationship, you know? So it sounds like you spend a lot of time with everyone and really yeah, get I to do. know them. Yes, yes.
1: Thank do. Yeah, okay. it's very personal for me. It is because um, I have family. My mom also has a lot like a fear of dentistry. She has her hesitancy to seeing the dentist. And I've learned a lot from her. And I know where she comes from. She's coming more from a place of, I don't know what they're going to do. They have all this instrument in my face. I was told I have this and I need to do this. So there's, there's so much like mystery around dentistry, so much mystery because it's just based on trust. I tell you, you have a cavity, you need to have a filling done. And I show you like a little x-ray that I have gone to school to be trained for on how to diagnose and see this thing. And I expect you to know it and to believe in me that I can do this. And what we have done in our practice is to try to break it down. So we take a lot of pictures because two of the pictures are very much more easier for patients to see and understand. And I'm like, oh, you have this going on. Mm. But also we preach more of preventative because I feel like if you understand what you can do to get better, you only come in for your regular cleaning. So you don't have to come in for something that would need so much of time to get done that would make you very uncomfortable in the chair. And we're very like preventative. This is what you need to do, and we make sure that our patients kind of um, get ownership of their oral health, and that helps them mm-hmm. to invest better in their oral health.
0: I, I that's actually very, very good point there. Teaching preventative medicine because um, we're talking about preventative medicine and other aspects of medicine, but with teeth, you know, people just think, oh, I just need to brush and floss, and I'm done. But People don't realize there's much more. Can you share some, uh, some of your preventative uh, techniques other than just brushing and flossing?
1: Yeah. <laughs> brushing and flossing is, is like the main thing. And also diet. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I tell most of my patients, you it has to be intentional. Mm-hmm. It's not just a regular routine. You don't just go like you're on the phone and you're just brushing away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has to be intentional. You have That's to spend time. To, yeah. to brush your teeth. It's, it sounds so simple, but it's so important. Mm-hmm. And like I tell my patients, most people would come to see me like no more than three to four times a year. Um, that means the remaining days of the year, they're like their own dentist. So what they do is equally as important as what we do. So mm-hmm. I'm like, spend time to brush your teeth, use your floss, um, mouth rinses. Come in and see your dentist when nothing is going on, just to come in and do a checkup. Um, mm-hmm. Some people like, you're like, oh, you know, I'm fine. I don't have any pain. I'm not mm-hmm. going to come. And I'm like, we don't want you to come when you're in pain. That's the whole idea. Just come in. We mm-hmm. um, just take x rays as needed and do your cleaning. That's mm-hmm. why when it comes to kids, um, we recommend that you come in when the child is six months, not, not because they all have teeth. Um, but because it just helps them to get used to the environment
0: oh yeah okay. so they
1: just come in they look at the place we we'll like play with them and they're fine with it so <laughs> same for adults you don't we don't want you coming in when you have an emergency you're already tense you're anxious you're in pain and people coming with x-rays and pictures and lighting and you're on the chair you're helpless it's hard <laughs> you know it's really hard
0: right now, it, it is it's it's a scary feeling especially when you don't know what's happening um Yeah. That's yeah. Preventative medicine coming in only for cleaning. And then they find that it's easy. Even I myself can say that, um, you know, honestly during the pandemic, I mean, I didn't go to the dentist for uh, for a year when I went in, I felt really bad for my hygienist. I mean, even though I did my regular, you know, care, you know, brushing, flossing, um, you know, water pick everything, but still, (laughs) was a year and like you mentioned every six months let's just make it easy and so you go in and you feel like yes i got this <laughs> it's uh, not so scary
1: yeah. and, and when even if we find something it's a lot easier to take mm-hmm. care of uh, yeah. in a shorter time frame okay that's yeah. Mm-hmm. and post-stop um complications um close to minimal mm. compared to when it gets to point where you need to have like a root canal treatment or like an extraction, and talking about root canal treatment, I <laughs> kind of cringe when I see ads on TV, or on radio, say, can um, mm-hmm. compare to root canal treatment. Something along the line. I think it was guy. Ga- I'm not sure. But <laughs> I just have a comparison, and there's this um, 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 phrase people use all the time, like it's like pulling teeth.
0: Those things, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're com- they're using that as an analogy, and it's not a nice way to do that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that's true.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we are, like a lot of um, conversations that uh, as providers we need to have with patients, just to make them comfortable and knowing that it's okay. This is what you have walk them through the process, and be very patient with them. We mm-hmm. do this every day. Doesn't mean that they're used to it. Mm-hmm. X-rays are some X-rays are not are not comfortable. Mm -hmm. Um, The dental chair may be like a massage chair, but it it also feels like you're helpless. You know, you're lying down face up and you have somebody on the left side another person on the right side. You have all these instruments. You are wide awake. Let's not even talk about the sounds. So having all of those in mind there's a way Mm -hmm. I approach my patients, knowing that it's not so easy coming to the dentist. It's something we have to agree on. But as providers, we need to make sure that our patients are comfortable. They understand the process and we address their concern.
0: Mm, that's, that's, yes, that's very true. Building trust, rapport, and then also teaching and, and sharing with the patient what's happening. It's not a secret. It's, it's their yeah. body and they have the right to know what, what's going to happen or if it's going to happen, if they're going to get up and walk away or say, okay, I got you. You can do this, Dr. Rosemary. <laughs> so tell me this, do you um, see patients of all ages than in your practice?
1: Uh, Yes, we provide care to all ages. We do both comprehensive dentistry, cosmetic Uh dentistry, which would include your veneers, your crowns, Invisalign, whitening. We also do specialty services like root canal, extractions, implants. We do everything. The only thing that we don't do is traditional braces, which is a bracket. And I have a fabulous relationship with the orthodontist downstairs, which I can definitely refer to. So Mm -hmm. we try to make sure that we provide care to our patients because we know people are busy. Um, We don't want you coming in and you're coming for something and we bring you back again and we refer you to Dr. X, Y, Z. We try to do everything in-house, but there are cases where we would have to refer or defer to a specialist and we don't waste time on that.
0: Okay. Then that's good to know. Yeah. So, um, so where do you um, actually, you started this and t- you actually opened up in 2020. Let's go back to that because that's when I actually met you um, yeah. through the Reston Chamber. Um, you had got your, you know, your physical space and then boom, everything shut down and you're like, uh, we have to keep going. So tell me, walk us through that, how, you know, you were, you were building your space and then you were trying to draw patients in. How did, yeah, walk us through th- what, what you were going through and what you experienced.
1: Yeah, up, I would say, open the practice on its own is challenging. So add a pandemic to that is <laughs> another whole level of stress. Uh, but I had a very good team from the very good go with my contractors and my consultant. Um, when the pandemic happened, I remember we're having our meeting to like the start of meeting on when we can start demolishing and start building. And I said, I think we have to postpone. And he, the, my consultant said, no, we have to keep going because the world is not going to shut down forever. We're going to take appropriate precautions along with CDC guidelines. Mm-hmm. So we started the process. I'll, I'm not going to sit here and say I was so like in <laughs> La La Land. No, I had my concerns. I had my fears. And fast forward when we're done um, building, in dentistry, you have to do brand marketing, especially as a startup. So you're going around handling, handling business cards to fellow business owners, talking to people because they need to know you. you know, like I said, the industry is very personal. No matter the amount of clinical set that you may have, if people are not comfortable with you, they are not comfortable with you. Right. There are a lot of providers out there. So it was challenging because during those times, you can't even hand your card to someone. Yes. It was six feet apart <laughs> and go to an office. Like they wouldn't even open the doors for you. So we had to figure out other ways of doing things. So we went very um, heavy on social media. Uh, we're doing a lot of Google ads, ground marketing. Now we'll go like without, we would we'll have to call first. And most businesses were very nice. They were like, okay, I will talk, I make an appointment with whoever is in charge. Then I talk about the phone with them. Then they give me a time when I can come in to draw business cards or flyers. Mm -hmm. Uh, We just had to be on steroids when it came to marketing, because it was different timing. It was different challenges. Um, But what has really helped us is word of mouth. Um, Mm -hmm. No amount of advertising can compare to word of mouth, because word of mouth is, I have gone to see this provider. I trust this provider. And I'm telling you to go see the provider. So it's different there's a check and balance, there's There's a weakness, there's an actual review that you know about. So that's what has really helped us, yes.
0: I must say you are a strong woman because um, I met you right <laughs> when, things were kind of, we thought were opening up in 2021 or 2020, whenever that was 2021. Yeah. And you had just opened it up, physically opened up the practice and we're drawing in patients. So yeah. hats off to you for just pushing, through. <laughs> hats off to your contractors Like, nope, we're not, we're not stopping. We're going. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's, that's great. So I, that- have,
1: I have an amazing team. Like I can't, I can't even begin to say how amazing yeah. they are. Right? Because you can not do this on your own. You may have a vision, yes. but you have to work with your team. And if you have team, a team that is really invested in, in, in your vision as a practice and they don't just take it like a job, it's it's rare to find. And I really do appreciate that. And I let them know that every day because I can do, I can, I can do dentistry, but I can't do the logistics by myself. You know, mm-hmm. I can't, I can't check appointment in. I can't do reminder <laughs> calls. I can't pick up the call, the phone all the time. So it really helps
0: to have a good team. It does help. Wow. You're very lucky that you have a great team. I'm excited for you. Mm-hmm. So tell me, um, where can um, people uh, find you and get in touch with you? Uh, you know, um, do you have a website? Um, I know you're on social media, et cetera. I can also put all this in the show notes. Um, so people can just do a hyperlink and just click and then come right to your website. And- yeah,
1: okay. So our website is gmail.com, um, mm-hmm. um, We're on social media, Facebook as Studio, and also on Instagram. We are located in on Sunset Hills Road, right by the post office, the same building as bike lane and the charity organization Cornerstone. Um, we respond to text messages and the beauty of it is you can book online oh yeah out. and we do offer free consultations free second opinions as well yeah
0: wonderful yeah i actually have been to your office and it's a lovely space and if any of you are listening you all must go when you walk in you feel it's very inviting it, it's not scary like a typical like when i was like oh my gosh i'm going to the dentist so very inviting her staff is Amazing, very very kind, and um, yeah. So this has been great. I'm so happy that you gave time to me to um, let me know uh, more about your practice um, and being part of my 100 healer interview. I appreciate oh, you.
1: Thank you for doing this. Thank you so much for doing this. It, I'm honored to come in and like participate with this amazing thing you have going on. I saw it on the resting channel and I'm like, oh thank God I would know her. So <laughs>
0: I'm glad to know you too. And I'm glad to know that we have dentists out there that really want to make this easy for us. So good luck to you. And um, again, thank you so much for joining us and um, have a wonderful weekend.
1: Thank you. You too. Have an amazing weekend.
0: Okay. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to Living Healthy, Living Well podcast. Make sure you hit that subscribe button so you won't miss upcoming episodes. If you would like to get more tips and tricks on how to live a healthy lifestyle, ask to join my private Facebook group, Living Healthy, Living Well. Answer the three questions, follow the rules to be let into the group. If you want to learn more about my weekly yoga sessions and group coaching sessions, visit www.pranahealthpc.com for more information. I also will have all of these links in the show notes. Until next time, live healthy, and live well.